Our next guests are the co-hosts of the very popular radio program entitled The Big Show. The Big Show. This is The Big Show. They call me Hollywood. Here come The Big Show. Big Show. show. Ladies and gentlemen, The Big Show. It's a big show. Is everybody ready? Today is Tuesday, right? Take extra care to follow the instructions or you'll be put to sleep. And don't forget Taco Tuesdays. Let's get rolling. This is The Big Show with Gordon Monson and Jake Scott, presented by Big O Tires. Stop by your locally owned Big O Tires for no credit needed financing and the best prices on winter tires. Big O Tires, the team you trust. This is 97.5, 1280 The Zone and The Zone Sports Network. It is The Big Show. Gordon Monson, Jake Scott, 97.5, 1280 The Zone. Jake coming at you live from our Carrier Zone Studios here at Vivint Arena. Austin Horton across the glass from me. And I'm trying to drag this out because we haven't connected with Gordon yet. So we're having trouble. Great. 203. Just finding this out now. You know, I didn't miss this while I had COVID. <laughs> Not in the least. Oh, man. All right. Well, we'll, uh, we'll connect with Gordon. Uh, coming up here momentarily. Uh, thanks for joining us on a Tuesday. Uh, we've got a very busy show planned for you today. Of course, uh, the big news, uh, Tiger Woods uh, involved in a in a one-car uh, car accident in uh, the Los Angeles area and uh, is currently, or at least last I saw, and we'll, we'll do our best to keep uh, everybody up to date this afternoon, but uh, currently undergoing surgery uh, for multiple leg injuries, according to... Uh, his agent. So that's, uh, that's the latest of, of uh, what we know. And we'll, uh, we'll talk about Tiger Woods today. We'll talk certainly about uh, what's going on. Brian Taylor is going to jump on the show at the top of the four o'clock hour. Of course, BT from real golf radio has covered Tiger for his entire career. I believe actually Tiger may predate BT by like a couple of years, but BT has been covering him for a long, long time. And uh, was there at those majors at those some of those uh, incredible moments. So we'll uh, we'll talk to BT uh, about Tiger Woods coming up at four o'clock. Looking forward to that. And of course, catch Real Golf Radio every single Saturday morning. BT and Bob Casper, uh, Steve Kyler is going to jump on the show at the top of the three o'clock hour. He's from Basketball Insiders, our good friend. Getting a little daily assist your way at three. Jeff Calkins is a columnist at the Daily Memphian. Memphian. Is that correct? Memphian? The Daily uh, Amphibian. Uh, he's also uh, a radio host, host of the Jeff Calkins show. He's going to jump on with us. Uh, covered Mike Conley for the majority of Mike Conley's career. And, of course, uh, the All-Star Reserves will be announced at the top of the 5 o'clock hour-ish on TNT. They usually, speaking of dragging things out, they usually drag that out a ways. Um, and we'll find out how many jazz players are going to make the All-Star team uh, this year. Kind of nice to be talking about uh, not if, but how many, uh, with the jazz playing so well. And of course, Rudy and Donovan breaking through a little bit, uh, last year. So we'll, uh, but Mike Conley, very much relevant, uh, if he would make his first all-star game. So we'll, we'll talk to Jeff about that at uh, four 30. So certainly looking forward to that. And then bowler makes his Tuesday appearance at the top of the, the five o'clock hour. So we can run this, uh, all by bowler. And in fact, we'll find out the reserves, 
uh, while Bowler is on the air, which is great. What timing. Did that just work out, Austin, or are you just brilliant? I'm brilliant. You're brilliant. Whatever okay. the question good, was. Good scheduling. Good, good. Oh. But Bowler on the same time as the All-Star Reserves announced? Hello? I, I did think of that, but Bowler's always on at five. Every Tuesday. Oh, so, so a bit of a coincidence. But would you go two and a half over under Jazz All-Stars this year? Announced tonight? No. Or no. on the team in the game? Play That play or, or are named to the All-Star roster this season. Announced tonight, I would take the under. In the game, I'd take the over. So you think there will be an injury replacement here in a few Anthony days? Anthony Davis isn't going to play. So there, he's going to be replaced by somebody. I uh, Locke's breakdown on this is really great. I've heard it a couple times now where it's going to come down to uh, Mike Conley or Chris Paul for that uh, replacement. And since the league is naming the replacement, there's going to be a little bit of the, of the stuff we're going to talk to Jeff about at 430. There's going to be a little, uh, you know, kind of a good story vibe going for Mike to make the team, which is all deserved, by the way. But it's going to be a little bit of that, um, you know, this guy's done it for so long. He's been such, uh, you know, Austin, we always have to remind people how many uh, career technicals does Mike Conley have? Uh, exactly zero. 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 He's won Best Teammate Awards. He's um, he's made an impact on a on a, a community, a, on a city in Memphis. Uh, and, of course, we've, we've heard all those stories as Mike has kind of come to this community where he is, uh, you know, starting, of course, to make, a, make an impact. So, I mean, there's been a lot of stuff. And not to mention, you know, first and foremost, he's played basketball at an incredibly high level for a long, long time. And the fact that he has not made an all-star game has got to be somewhat circumstantial. <laughs> Uh, so I, I think a lot of that vibe will come Mike's way and I think he'll find his way onto the team. And I think that'd be really cool and a nice reward for this jazz team that, that is really, really played so well. Uh, okay. So we'll, we'll get into that throughout the show. We've got a lot, uh, jam packed in here and, and certainly excited to have Bowler on when those announcements are made, but now <clears throat> do I have to reset? Here we go. <clears throat> Rewind, reset. Safely social, yes, sir. <laughs> safely social distancing from Casa de Monson, the one, the only, Gordon Monson. Gordon, hello. Hello, Jake. Sorry about the delay. Uh, every once in a while, this machine will not cook. It will not connect with uh, our apparatus back there. So Jeremy explained it to me, and he said, this, that's just the way it is. And so I tried it. You know, because I never want to be tardy for the show. I so I, I always hook in about uh, 10 minutes uh, before. After but, two. Uh, but After this, 202, but yeah. No, but this time uh, I had to do it four times before it actually connected. So anyway, sorry about that. I see. I see. Okay. Well, we're glad you're here. And Jeremy, by the way, that Gordon's referring to is our, our station engineer. And yeah. yes, anytime you see Jeremy scrambling, which I did just moments ago, uh, you know, it's probably not good. So that's that's nice. But I it's, it gave it's, me it's, what it's, it's it's one of those just vagaries that happen sometimes. It's just vagaries. It's it's, it's done that to me before, but uh, this time it it took uh, it took uh, extra like twice as much to get it to go through. But uh, you know, nobody's fault. It just happens sometimes. You know, so. you should you should write uh, a book about these sort of things, like these dodges, these words that you use, like vagaries. Like next time I really drop the ball uh, in my personal life, I'm gonna explain it away by saying, you know, it's a, a vagary. 
So you want me mistake. to blame myself for something that wasn't my fault? <laughs> is that is that what I'm getting at here? Or accept responsibility, but that's neither here nor there. Okay. As, the, as the producer of the show, it's really my fault. Uh, well, I, I, we're kidding, no, of course. I'm Gordon, you're, you're, you're here. We're glad you're here. The sun is shining. Uh, it's going to be an interesting day because we've got a lot of big news, you know, up against yeah. the, the Tiger Woods story. So, yeah, uh, yeah I, I, I was eager to get on the show today, but, the, you know, this is one of those where we're going to have to uh, juggle multiple chainsaws at the same time. Yeah, okay. And hopefully we'll do that safely. Oof. <laughs> I, that was I, a what, new, what, that was like a sigh, not a grunt. We need what, to pull what that. What I'm picking up from you guys is that you want me to blame myself. Is that it? No, no, no. We we're we're accepting the fact that you're on the air and we're moving forward. <laughs> no, what I'm picking up is that you want me to blame me for something that is even the grand wizard of technology says just. It happens sometimes. It's just the way it is. So anyway. Did you whack All it right. with a hammer? What would you do? <laughs> no, I just turned it off repeatedly, unplugged it, plugged it back in, turned it on again to see if it would connect. Now, before you were having trouble, did you pour your Diet Coke over it? No, I didn't. Okay. All right. Just just a <laughs> little troubleshooting here. So, okay. No, I take good care of All the right. equipment. Uh, let's, uh, let's start off the show. We're going to, we're going to use the jazz for the split story of the day, and we'll get to that in a few moments. Uh, I, I did give an update of what we know so far, Gordon, about, uh, the situation with Tiger Woods and, uh, his agent saying he's in surgery, uh, for multiple leg injuries. I'll just start the conversation real quick here because we want to lead the show, but not necessarily dwell on it today. Uh, but, uh, certainly happy uh, in such a horrible accident, if you see the photos and what's left of the car, I mean, it it, it was a horrible, horrible accident. Uh, happy that he's still with us and and uh, certainly hope for his recovery. So that's that's the good news. Uh, it seems like a good good spot to start. Yes, when I uh, when I first became aware of this, it uh, it was one of those deals where you know you go into a little bit of of, of shock absorbing that news and then of course you hope for the best and uh with tiger man i did you see the shots from up above that were provided i guess by various news uh organizations down in southern california and man that that uh that looks really really frightening and like you said the car itself was really messed up and they had to use the jaws of life to get him out of there and uh, and now, like his agent tweeted out that he, he is uh, he is uh, in in surgery, and uh, hopefully all will go well. Look, uh, Tiger Woods is one of those sports icons, and I know he's had his trouble. And I I'm not going to ignore the fact that some people will wonder uh, this being a, a, a you know a, an isolated car, one car accident, if something was amiss. In that regard, I'm not going to go there, uh, but people are wondering about it. I'm not going to go there with this. All I'm going to do, and Jake, I think you already have, is send up uh, best wishes and good vibes for Tiger Woods, uh, you know, uh, able to come through this. And uh, But he he's just one of the sports giants. I mean, nobody did what he's done as far as, that in that compact time where he won so many majors and did so many remarkable things. And I know that Jack has more majors than Tiger does, but in, in this generation, 
in the, these past couple of generations. Uh, when people think of golf, Tiger Woods is the, the name at the top of the list. And what he has accomplished on, on golf courses is just unbelievable. And there was a time at the turn of the century when I really thought he might be the greatest athlete ever. I mean, what he had accomplished. Every time we saw him take the course, he was forging into making history, not to mention all the other things, the other benefits that he was drawing toward the game of golf, people from all walks of life. This is, this is a man who is, uh, has done unbelievable things. And I know I'm not saying anything everybody doesn't know, but uh, you just got to repeat these things uh, on an occasion like this. Get well, Tiger. Yeah, uh, I, I would agree with that, and we can talk about Tiger's le- legacy uh, you know, thus far um, uh, with Brian Taylor coming up at uh, 4.30, so make sure and stay tuned for that. Um, Gordon, let's, uh, let's dive into the jazz last night, shall we? Let's, uh, yeah. let's talk a little bit about what we saw against the Hornets. It's time for the split story of the day. Two guys, two topics, two, two, two. two opinions. You talk, give me two. This is the split story of the day on 97.5-1280, the zone and the zone sports network. Clarkson gets in the lane, kicks out Niang, left side three. He's got three tonight, make it four. George Niang, four for four from three tonight. George Niang has four threes tonight, a season high. He'll try for five and he'll get it. George Niang's five for five from three. Niang, five threes already. Give me six. Oh, George Niang, don't do me like that. Oh, George Niang, what a night. Six for six from three. Just so smooth. Harrison dribbles and drives out to Niang. Seven for seven. George Niang. PJ Washington drives, sees Gobert, gives it off to Zeller. Rudy got back and blocked it. How did he do that? Rudy Gobert, he's just incredible. Right corner, Conley, do it again. Yes, do it right, Mike Conley. Utah 108-92. All right, there you go. Uh, the Jazz end up well, one thirty-two to one ten against the Hornets. Uh, what's the what's the right description there, Gordon? Mopping the floor with Charlotte. <laughs> you can use that one if you want. And it was a historic night from three, um, as the Jazz scored forty-one points in the fourth quarter, outscored the Hornets forty-one to twenty, and uh, and just ran away with this one. But uh, uh, where do you want to start, Gordon? The the franchise record uh, in three pointers made with twenty-eight. You want to start uh, 19 of those coming off, uh, coming off the bench, which is, I believe, never happened before in NBA history. Um, you, you want to talk about Rudy Gobert's six block shots, including that sequence that uh, that Austin just played there where he blocked two in uh, just one of the more uh, amazing defensive uh, highlights that you're going to see of the year. I mean, it wasn't the perfect game by any means, but it was it was filled with high points. No, and I wrote about this. You can check it out at sltrip.com. This is one of those games where, with the way the Jazz played early on, it it, uh, it was not good. It was not good. And they were sloppy with the ball. They were taking bad shots, missing shots. The defense was weak. A lot of things going wrong. And then, all of a sudden, uh, Jake, and I'm sure you've talked about this last night and, uh, and saw it for your own, for yourself, uh, the way the Jazz, uh, it was like the Hornets were hand, holding a hand grenade and the thing just, the, the pin got pulled and the thing blew up. Just unbelievable sequence 
there at the end of the third quarter, straight through the fourth, where the Jazz just went from fiddle-faddling around to playing the kind of basketball that is frightening, frightening, both defensively and offensively. And you, you mentioned a bunch of the things there, but we should probably dive into each one of those things. And if you want to start with the 28 three-pointers, I mean, they're going to, they are, they're going to, they're, that's a temporary record. They're going to blow past that. And it's, it's impressive, not only that the Jazz were able to do these things that we're about to talk about, but the fact that they started with, uh, they, they, it was like being in the starter's block and waiting 20 seconds before you leave. Yeah. You know, and they, and they just came on so strong. And it was like watching a distance runner make up that ground at the end where they have all the gas left and the opponent is struggling to hold on. And the Jazz just blew past them. And it's like when I play golf, speaking of golf, Jake. You're going to uh, compare it, that, that run to your golf game? Is this no, really about it, to happen? No, no. It's like anyone who plays golf. Uh, when you play golf, Jake, and you start out poorly, uh, can you usually scramble to get it back together, or is it just going to be one of those days? No, usually my golf outing is more, much more of a roller coaster than just <laughs> it's not going to stay down forever, but it's certainly not going to stay up either. Right, and the Jazz were able to overcome the weakness at the beginning, and I and I wrote this that I in some ways that's more impressive than if they were flat rolling from the very beginning. Well, uh, can, for them to play they, the way they were and for them to shift into that high gear and just play the kind of basketball that you expect out of a, a great, great team to make that change, to transform from, from as I wrote it, from a guppy to a great white, is, is uh, the word is impressive. Can I uh, throw out uh, a couple of stats here to, to prove uh, your point that sure. you're just making right now? Uh, now, check this, Gordon. From the 6.50 mark of the third quarter until the 8.17 mark of the fourth quarter, the Jazz outscored the Hornets 41 to 11. <laughs> okay, 41 to 11. Now, now let's do this exercise. You have the box score in front of you. I don't, but I will. Here, pull yeah. it up real quick. May Austin, can you give us some? Uh, uh, oh, Austin just left the studio. He's going to ask for some elevator music or something. You know, something. Just past the time as uh, as Gordon brings up the box score from last night's jazz game. Hi, Aust. Everything all right in there? Austin is uh, is currently wearing a Nintendo shirt. It's like a Nintendo uh, paddle, like an old school one. Kind of like a real nerdy kind of yeah, shirt. Yeah, from the 80s. Wait, hey, hey, hey. Are you looking up the box score? What yes, are you doing? I'm looking it up right uh, now. Have you got it yet? It's uh, it's just coming up now. Okay, got it. Okay. It's an MS-DOS system. There. Now, now I, <laughs> we can all agree that plus minus does not tell... Uh, the entire story. But uh-huh. in this case, when the Jazz, uh, during that time frame that I mentioned, from the end of the third to the beginning of the fourth, 41 to 11 was the run. Uh, I want you to look at the plus minus and tell me who was on the floor. Uh, For the I majority don't... of it, by the way. Well, Rudy Gobert. Uh, okay, yes, Rudy I... was one. Uh, Rudy finished Mike, the night at plus 24, by the way. Mike Conley. Plus Joe 22, Ingles. Joe Ingles plus 32, George Niang plus 27. So Oof. there's one more uh, my Jordan Clarkson at plus 15 that was was a part of that run. But there you go. 
I mean, I you, that those those plus nine minus numbers tell you everything you need to know about what lineup was truly effective last night. And George Niang with 21 points coming off the bench, all seven of them threes, seven of seven. Joe Ingles, and and can we put to rest the Joe Ingles needs to start to be good conversation? Yeah. Can we believe put, me? Can we the put thought that? went through my mind multiple times. <laughs> Twenty-one points from Joe, six assists and five rebounds, and he was magnificent. Seven of ten from three. I love the attempt numbers. Ten attempts from Joe. I mean that it, he was great. But you can see that lineup that the Jazz put out there that that really made that run. But let's also. And not to be that guy, but uh, let's also not uh, like fool ourselves that Charlotte was it, it had any interest at all in playing defense. <laughs> yeah, but that same thing was true at the beginning of the game too. I mean, the Jazz were really struggling, even though they were playing Charlotte. Well, they scored thirty-five and twenty-nine in the first two quarters. Yeah. I mean, yeah, yeah, they trailed at half, but I mean, that's not that's not terrible. Thirty-five is pretty darn good. Yeah, but the Jazz were taking poor shots. They weren't playing defense very effectively, and uh, bingo, that's were, the big one. And they were turning the ball over. Man, it was that was a slop fest. Uh, granted, but, twenty-two uh, turnovers, and you still win by twenty-two points. Right, didn't turn out to be a factor. Uh, but to like, I, I know that everybody's in love with LaMelo ball and I get it. He's going to be a fine player. I mean, you, you should hear David, uh, talk, uh, lock, talk about him, comparing him to, to magic all, already. And he's going to be a, he's going to be a fine player, but he magic didn't... Johnson is pound for pound, the best point guard who ever lived. Uh, but he finished the game, you know, 21 points on eight of 20 shooting seven rebounds and four assists, but he was, he is not as good as the jazz were making him look in the first yeah. half. Uh, and that gets back to what I was saying about the defense, uh, lack of defense. I think that was the major problem in the first half. They were still shooting uh, something like 44% uh, after or at halftime. What does it say to you, Jake, that Donovan Mitchell, the Jazz's supposed star, is minus two? Why do you say supposed? Jazz, <laughs> and Well, I mean, I'm talking <laughs> like about that's this. that's in doubt? No, I'm, I'm talking <laughs> about this particular occasion. He did. He did. Was not necessarily. I mean, he, he was a leading scorer, but he was he was a minus two. He and, also had uh, eight assists and four rebounds. This is where yeah. the plus minus doesn't tell the entire story. It doesn't. But the point is that he got a whole lot of help all around. Him. Absolutely, as he has all year, which has been a, a you know we've talked about it a ton on this show. I mean, I I still go back to the Joe Ingles comments uh on with dj and pk after the shack thing where he's like donovan could score 35 a night but he knows that that would be wasting you know a whole bunch of firepower that they have on that team and he makes a, an effort to be a good teammate and to set everybody else up and all those other things that make donovan mitchell the unicorn that he is well so we, I, we... I mean that's that's what he does the eight assists uh, what a great number for him 23 and eight and four rebounds, that's a that is a fine game from Donovan Mitchell. A perfect four of four at the line, too, which is something I know you've been paying close attention to. Yeah, it just wasn't as good as uh, as uh, some of the other folks uh the game they had. So, so you let George shine. You know, you know what George said last night in the, the postgame, Gordon, that so stood out to me. He said, Our goal is to be stars in our roles. Uh-huh. Role. That's going to come in. That, that's going to make more sense in the next segment. But I, I thought that that was really interesting. 
stars in our roles. And if you think about it, that's what this team is. That's what this team is all about. That's what Mannix was talking about yesterday when he was heaping praise upon Rudy. Yeah. Uh, you know, and that's something that Donovan recognizes too. That others can be stars in their roles, but never, you know, that's why I, I joked a little bit when you said supposed, but never question who certainly the the closer, the offensive star on this team is. It almost seems as though Donovan Mitchell. I, I know this is this is kind of weird to say, but it's like he doesn't care whether he has a great game or not. I mean, he wants to, but if he doesn't, if he, if he plays kind of, you know, plays all right. But other guys play great around him, and like you said, I mean, I mean, there are other ways to measure what he was doing last night. But he was as happy as if he had scored fifty. Did you, you see know? the the? I'm sure you did, Gordo. Of course. But uh, the, did everyone out there see the whole team pour water on George yeah. Niang last night? Yeah. And then, of course, uh, Mia Aoni kind of had a little bit of a slide there. But I mean, I that. That enthusiasm is awesome. I couldn't agree more. Yeah. The Jazz tweeted out a, a video clip, and it was really well done, whoever shot it. But it was George Niang making a three, and then it kind of uh, the, the, the angle pulled back, and then Donovan Mitchell comes into the foreground rooting on George Niang. It was a really, yeah. really cool video. But, uh, yeah, I, I honestly I think that's what Donovan's about. I mean, he's maybe, genuinely maybe happy for his teammates in those moments and wants them to be the best they can be. And that's, I mean, that's pretty – like I said, that's uh, those are unicorn uh, uh, abilities right there. Even Gobert fits into that category, and there were times a year ago when people might have wondered a little bit about that, but both of these guys have been paid, and it's not like that's all they care about, the money. But they, I really believe them when they say they want to win. Yeah. You know, and, 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 yeah, everybody wants to win. I get that. But in, in this case – I don't. I don't get that egocentric thing. Like, no. okay, I have. Yeah. Not only do we need to win, but I need to be the star, and everybody needs to recognize me as the star. That is not the case with these guys. I mean, Rudy Gobert was as happy last night scoring ten points and getting those six blocks and inspiring his team to play tough defense when it needed to be done as if he'd scored. If he'd gone for twenty-five and twenty-five, I, I don't think he cares. He might care some. But not as much as the other factor. The other uh, result is that, man, the team responded and, and won the game. And, look, I get it. They were playing the Hornets. They probably can't get away with playing the Clippers or the, the Lakers or maybe the Sixers that way. But but uh, they, they rallied, and, and it was reminiscent of the great teams I've seen in my past. And I'm not, I'm not crowning these guys. I know they have a lot yet to prove. But – there are a whole lot of jazz teams that you and I have watched, Jake, that would have lost that game yeah. last night. Can I can I comment on the Rudy Donovan thing real quick before we get yeah. too far past that uh, and and what you were talking about there? You you mentioned the money and and then kind of said, well, it's not about a lot about the money, but look at it this way: the money is the spoonful of sugar that helps the medicine go down. Winning <laughs> winning helps too, but when you're secure, you know, financially or otherwise, but when when you're secure. It's a little easier to be a good teammate. You know, it's a little easier to have that unselfish attitude. And I don't think that's a negative thing at all, but absolutely them getting taken care of in the off season helps. Well, 100%. Look, I mean, okay. The first 10 million I made was just kind of, it was kind of, uh, I was, I was uptight about it, you know, but once I got that 10 million and then when I made the next 50 million, I was a lot more relaxed, easier to be around and able to do my work better. 
pull all of that. Uh, thank you, Gordon. Pull all of that and and just save that for a rainy day. I'm just kidding, but it, it does make it does make sense that these guys are at ease. They're comfortable yeah. with where they are, and now they and I think it's always been important for them to win. You've heard them talking about that for two or three years now. They have talked about how that's what the championship is, what they had in their focus. That's what they wanted in their scope. That's what they wanted. That's what they aim to do. But but once you have that money, man, you don't have to worry about the little stuff. Yeah. And I know some people do. Yeah, some players are always concerned about that. And, uh, and, and, okay, go ahead and be concerned about that. But this is what you're seeing out of guys like Gobert and, and Mitchell. This is what winners do. You think Magic Johnson cared about his point total? He I do. just didn't. He yeah, didn't care. I do. You know? Uh, <laughs> and I, I don't think Bill Russell cared too much about what was on his statute, uh, and he won all those titles. So it's it's the right attitude. Wilt cared a lot, though. I'm just making <laughs> jokes. Uh, okay, I need – hey, I need your Austin and everybody's help with something coming up next. All right? Speaking of drops, I need I need help with something, all right? Okay. All right. We'll get to it. Coming up next, it is the big show. Gordon Monson, Jake Scott, 97.5 and 1280 The Zone. Slow Mo Joe. The Joe Ingles Show with DJ and PK. PK. Donovan constantly talks about how good he is at baseball. And I was like, I would 100% be able to hit one of your, what do you call it, a pitch? One mm-hmm. of your Fastball. pitches. Fastball, yeah. And he's like, no, you wouldn't, no, you wouldn't. I said, well, let's bet. And the bet was he had 10 pitches, and I had to connect on one of them. I'm not saying I'm going to smack him for a home run and run around the triangle thing with my shirt off. Bases, bases, bases. It's a diamond. It's not a triangle thing. <laughs> run around the sand pit. The other thing with throwing 10 straight is he's going to get tired. He doesn't play baseball for a living. Neither do you. But I'm just standing there with a book. Hey, hey, hey. One out of ten. That's it. One. I know I can't run and jump and all that, but I can stand there and hit a ball. Have a great bleeping day, Joe. Joe Bleeping Ingles has joined us here on 97.5 and 1280 The Bleeping Zone. Oh, yeah. Catch jazz man Joe Ingles with DJ and PK on 97.5, 1280 The Zone. And The Zone Sports Network. Utah's highest-rated, most-listened-to sports radio afternoon show. This is The Big Show, presented by Big O' Tires. Stop by your locally-owned Big O' Tires for no credit needed financing and the best prices on winter tires. Big O' Tires, the team you trust. This is 97.5, 1280 The Zone and The Zone Sports Network. All right, it's The Big Show. Gordon Monson, Jake Scott. 97.5 97.5 and 1280 The Zone. It's a Total Request Tuesday. We're doing fun songs for Total Request Tuesday. Brought to you by Live Nation Concerts. Buy concert tickets and get the latest tour news and artist insight at LiveNation.com. Gordon, let me explain why today's theme is fun. Okay. So we have these certain bits uh, on the station. I mean the whole station because I, I listen uh, in the morning and, of course, Hanson Scotty, and and uh, I obviously am forced to listen to you. So... Uh, I didn't mean that. That was a joke. That sounded pretty fun. I did. So anyway, we have these bits that we that we play, and they become. And I'm trying to think of the best way to describe this, but earworms. Like, it, does that make sense? Like, whenever I hear the number two, I mean, whether it's <laughs> it's in the news or it's my daughter counting, I just hear Casey Kasem. Two, two, two. 
could say, hey, Sadie, how many cupcakes do you have there? And she'd say two. And I'd think, two? Two. Like that? That's another like one. Like that? Anytime I hear like that. I hear, like, like that? that? <laughs> like but, that? And and here's a, here's a, a little. Oh, hey, guys. <laughs> well, it's. I don't hear oh hey guys all that much in my personal life, but yeah, okay. Yeah. Uh, roll. It, it, roll is another one. Every time, I mean, it, it could be, uh, it, you know, will you please pass the rolls? And all I hear is roll. roll. I mean, it's just. It, it's, Rudy, rolls to the hoop. Roll. It's just, in, like, it's just in my brain. Hey, did you land that roll? Roll. Exactly. I can't escape it. And, and I'll admit this, that anytime I hear anybody say the word fun, I think of my own drop that they play on Hanson fun. Scotty. Yeah, what, do we need to relive it? Oh, I was ready. Is, is it, fun. Because you know what this segment's going to be? Fun. Anytime uh, on that show that those guys say the word fun, which you would be surprised fun. how much that those two say that word, <laughs> that gets played. Fun. So... <laughs> Today you mean wait wait you mean fun like polls are right that's fun. that's what that's from yeah they they liked playing that drop so much and then one day Scotty noticed that I had I like dragged out the end or something fun and now they fun they, they just <laughs> fun on stop but this is plaguing me in my personal life uh, so today I heard uh, Hans uh, going on about some actress what's what's her name Shailene Woodley. And Hans, Sorry, Woodley. Yeah. Woodley. And Hans is a really big fan. Like, <laughs> inappropriate. So, I've know. never even heard of her. Oh, come on. And Hans is, has, is familiar with her entire catalog, if you know what I'm saying. Okay. Uh, her, her entire catalog? <laughs> well, that's more a music term, I guess. What would the film uh, equivalent be? Filmography. Uh, yeah. Um, so anyway, he's talking about her, and he uses the word, and I noticed it was a little sing-songy. Okay, Austin, let's hear it. Fun. And I was hoping that we could get that to replace my earworm of my Fun. Right. Fun. Fun. No, we don't need to play mine. We could just well, now, for comparison's now, sake. now Hans's can replace mine. I'm not sure, though. Play them both again back to back. Fun. No. Go do Fun. it again when he's not talking. Do it again. Fun. Fun. They're See, both very singy. I, they yeah, are, but, but his but is as no, bad as mine. His, Fun. Yeah, but his his isn't quite as enthusiastic as yours, you know? So, I mean, uh, there, there's something to be said for the... It's funny old. you would say it that way, Gordon, because uh, I went into the archives and... Fun! <laughs> you did? Fun. Fun. Oh. Fun! <laughs> and so... it's not just you three. Either. It's a lot of people here at this station that like to say the word. Fun! You want to? Uh, yeah. So uh, I found a bunch and uh, I put this little ditty together. Fun. 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 Well, Scotty. <laughs> Scotty made it. Scotty's in there at the end. Yeah. Fun. Fun. That was fun. Lot, that, was, that was a lot fun. more fun when it wasn't involving me. Fun. Yours might and be yours my favorite. Is, like, uh, the only time I've ever heard anyone on this station be more enthusiastic no, is Jake Scott no, we're not playing talking that. at Pac-12 Media Day. Why would we play that? But this. Fun. That's, that matches the enthusiasm. Fun. Fun. Well, now I've got to match it. Now I've got to get it into my brain. 
fun. Remind our, remind our listeners about that Pac-12 media day. No, we don't need to do that. <laughs> it was fun. fun. Yeah, I think I got fun. 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 It's the dumbest stuff that I think is so funny. Fun. I don't know fun. if I'm all put together like that. Gordon that seems though. like it's a little far. Fun, 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 fun. It really is so musical. That's pretty amazing. Like the Beach Boys yourselves. Us is like the mad scientist in his laboratory in there. Fun, 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 fun. It's like a cheer. I'm so happy that you found the Gordon one. Wow. Fun. It's the best one. It fun. Is. Fun. It is you the best see, one. You seem a lot happier now the misery is company, right? Like, here's a here's an old curmudgeon saying fun. Fun. And then here's a happy person. Fun. It's true. It, uh, it, that is that And is then Hans tries. Fun. Hans is more fun. That, that smooth baritone, like the, the you know, kind fun. of the more. Fun. Right. Fun. Yeah, exactly. Fun. <laughs> No, Somebody's got to be in the middle there, you know? No, I'm telling you, though, the, what Hans was doing there, it almost sounded like he was mocking the word. I mean, if you're going to say the word fun, you better say it with enthusiasm because it, it's fun. But if you say it fun, it makes it sound like you're... Ready, boys, fun. on three. One, two, three. Fun. fun. <laughs> the harmony. That was amazing. Do that again. Fun. fun. <laughs> that was really good. Fun. fun. Wow. Wow. All right. Well, I'm going to try and get Gordon's uh, implanted on my brain instead of my own. Are we uh, Are we like the Fun Brothers? Fun! One big fun family. Uh, our, our friend Sven tweets in. He says, anytime I hear uh, or use the word disc, I repeat it and enunciate <laughs> it very clearly. Disc! Fun. Fun. Fun! Very funny, Sven. You know what? I do the same thing. <laughs> yeah, I do I see exactly that where you would. the same yeah. thing. Yeah, I absolutely yeah. do. You know, because this show true. is fun. Uh, fun. Sven, Sven brings up a very good point because I agree with that. I I always say disc. And Hoffman will not travel with the team and had his MRI revealed degeneration of a joint in his spine and a slightly bulging <laughs> a disc in his back. Fun. 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 <laughs> What did you think when you made that little mistake, uh, Jake? Was the word panic? Oh, I wish, you know what? It... I wish I would have thought, man, I should really hit the dump button, but I didn't do that. <laughs> I should scrub this from the archives. Absolutely never tell anybody about this ever again. <laughs> yeah, there were only, you know, 100,000 people listening uh, when you said it. Yeah, tell me about it. <sighs> At least there are, like, fun, fun, fun. <laughs> At least there are many others out there. Who've made the same mistake? What was oh, that mistake? The Matt I've Harper? never heard anybody. Oh, yeah. oh say I've that. got. Oh, a... there's reels and reels of it on YouTube. Well, after the Chicago pre-draft camp, ESPN.com's Chad Ford reported that uh, medical reports were red flagged by a number of NBA teams, saying that he had bulging. <laughs> now, I spoke with his father, Satch Sollinger, shortly. Much more complicated for Amari Stoudemire. He did not finish Saturday's game against Detroit, and MRI reveals a bulging. Coach Jason Garrett says he's dealing with back stiffness and they're being careful with him. If you'll remember, last year he was dealing with a bulging 
Matt Harpring will not travel okay, with the team and had his MRI revealed degeneration of a joint in his spine and a slightly bulging a disc. Fun. 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 <laughs> okay. Fun. Uh, that's fun. it. Well, well, that's it. You've got some good company there then. Fun. Fun. <laughs> Two. Fun. Like that? Two. Two. Like that? Fun. <laughs> Oh man, you know what? I love this show. I love coming to work. So every you day. wanted Hans's fun to replace yours, but really Gordon's. Gordon's is, is now going. Fun. Can I hear Scotty's one more time? Just by itself? Yeah, it's by itself. Uh, okay, hold on. You got that? Scotty's uh, might just... be my least favorite. <laughs> what? That's rude. <laughs> well, my own is my least favorite, obviously. But fun, <laughs> fun. See, Scotty's the see. I like Hanson's because it, it's a little more drawn out. Fun. Certainly, Gordon's is drawn out. Fun, 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 Hanson. fun, 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 fun. Yeah, Gordon's wins. Uh, Gordon's does win. Uh, but Hanson's and mine I... both have that kind of mm at the end. Mm. Yeah, yours fun, sounds emotional. Fun, fun, fun. Yeah. Okay. Oh. There it is. That's the one. Fun. I'll get that. I'll get that on the two. We're the regular. Fun. We're the re- we're the regular fun bunch. Stay tuned. We'll get back into the jazz coming up next. 97.5 and 1280 the zone. Fun. 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 Number one. The Zone Sports Network is Utah's number one choice for sports radio in Utah. From DJ and PK to Hanson Scotty and the Big Show with Gordon Monson and Jake Scott, the Zone continues to dominate the competition. Thank you to all of you that continue to make the Zone Sports Network Utah's highest rated, most listened to sports station. Your home for the best coverage of the teams you're passionate about is right here. 97.5, 1280 The Zone. In the Zone Sports Network. This is the Big Show with Gordon Monson and Jake Scott, presented by Big O Tires. Stop by your locally owned Big O Tires for no credit needed financing and the best prices on winter tires. Big O Tires, the team you trust. This is 97.5, 1280 The Zone and The Zone Sports Network. Big Show, Gordon Monson, Jake Scott, 97.5 and 1280 The Zone. Want to remind you about our friends at Davis Vision, giving you 1,000 reasons to get rid of those contacts or glasses. That's $1,000 off LASIK during the month of February. Start your road to vision at Davis Vision MD or call today. 801-253-3080. That's 801-253-3080. Total request Tuesday. This one goes out to our guy Lundy, who wanted the Aquabats. We're going for fun songs or bands. Tweet at Austin Horton. Get it done. Fun. <laughs> Great. Uh, we're going to talk to Steve Kyler coming up at the top of three o'clock. Fun. Hour, our friend from Basketball Insiders. That uh, the conversation has the potential to be fun. Yeah, it does. Uh, we'll we'll get his thoughts on what's going on with the Jazz. Uh, his thoughts on the all-star reserves, which we'll hear tonight at the uh, the top of the 5 o'clock hour. Hey, let me hit you with this, Gordo, and, and we can continue to discuss throughout the day. But Austin threw this at me at the beginning of the show when we were treading water. And uh, I'll throw it at you. Over right. under two and a half, 
Jazz All-Stars. Not not what we find out tonight, but actually suit up for the game. Over, under, two and a half. I go under. Okay. Going under. I, I, I don't know. Who knows? We're all guessing. But I, I just, uh, uh, obviously, Mike Conley is the one people are wondering about, right? Yep. And uh, does he deserve it? Uh, okay, we can have that discussion. But will he get it? I kind of, uh, unless there's sort of a swell of sentimental vote uh, from from the coaches, I, I have a feeling that he might not. I'm not overly optimistic about it, although I think it would be fantastic if he got in. So here was my answer, Gordon. All right. If we're going on what's announced tonight, I would take the under. If we go with who's suiting up for the game, I'm taking the over. Okay, so explain yourself. Um, tonight, I mean, they're, there's, they're going to announce seven names. Uh, six of them are automatic, and uh, Locke's broken this down a couple of times. I give him credit because uh, I, I think he puts it, uh, uh, puts it pretty well. So <clears throat> the last spot that we'll hear about tonight um, will go to either Mike Conley, Chris Paul, Zion Williamson, or Brandon Ingram. Those are kind of the four players vying for that final spot. Okay. I would guess out of those four, they're not going to. The coaches will not have picked Mike Conley. I agree. But Anthony Davis is injured and he's not going to play, so they're going to have to name at least one replacement. And you never know. Uh, you know, it's not the most popular idea to have an All Star game amongst the players. So who knows who pulls out, right? But uh, we know at least Anthony Davis isn't going to play. So. Uh, I would guess that that groundswell of goodwill type vote kind of thing will come into play because the uh, NBA names the replacement, and I bet you know, they'll they'll do it for the story, they'll do it for the uh, you know the long form TV interview to run during the pregame talking about how he's played for so long at such a high level and now has the opportunity after struggling last year to be an All Star with a new team. I mean, it just writes itself, right? So I would guess. That's what I think is going to happen. But based on our discussion earlier, Jake, about who should qualify and who shouldn't, didn't we say, and I think you and I agreed, that it should be based solely on what happened this year? Ah, Even though we, we know that oftentimes it's not. It's a popularity, et cetera, et cetera. That depends on who's doing the voting now, doesn't it? Yes, it does. So the NBA is not going to... Uh, I'm sure they're, they'll consider that all these players are having a good year, but I would guess they'll let some other things uh, come into play. Remember when when Larry Miller um, talked uh, talked the NBA into putting Mehmet Okur on the All Star team as a as a replacement player? Who was it that got hurt? I think it was Yao Ming, who was not I'd, available I'd for actually, the game. I've actually forgotten that. And Larry Miller um, lobbied, I guess is the right word, uh, the commissioner, and gave him a call and said, you know. You know who's having a pretty good year over here in these mountains? <laughs> Our guy Mehmet Okur. So maybe uh, maybe give him a little bit of a nod. And he was named as a replacement player, and he ended up playing in the All-Star game. So um, sometimes those when the NBA is making the decision, it's not necessarily who's about uh, yeah. uh, who's having the best year. Right or wrong, that's that's proven to be the case uh, you know, over and over again. Well, it sure would be a nice story, especially if the Jazz go on to do great things in the in the playoffs. Um, and and Mike, I, you know, I was kind of a little bit surprised by some of his comments when he was asked about it 
earlier, and he's what did we. I'm paraphrasing here, but he said essentially, if, if it's not going to happen now, you know, I mean, when when would it? Uh, he uh, he wants it. That's for sure. It's uh, missing from his resume. Oh, he wants it very much. Uh, and you can tell that uh, by those comments and others. I mean, it, it's something that he would really like to experience and accomplish. And uh, I can't blame somebody for that. And I think Mike thinks he's having a really good year. Yeah. He's having a really good year. And uh, he's probably, you know, if you look back and, and pick out other good years that he's had, which has been a bunch of them, he probably will tell you he thought he deserved it those years. But, I mean, I'm sure he's looking at what they're doing as a team and what he's uh, doing from a statistical standpoint and, and saying, hey, this – this is as good a year as any for me. And so uh, I'm sure he'll tell you. He he believes he deserves it, and he hopes he makes it. And good for him. He is. He's playing great. Yeah, yeah, I agree with that. And he's a good example of what we were talking about earlier with the Jazz. Not that he wants attention on him, but he, you know, obviously he cares about the team. He, look, Mike Conley has made his money. He, I mean, he, he, he's, he's done what any professional would hope to do in so many ways. Uh, but it, it, it's he cares. He takes pride in his own performance, and uh, yeah, he'd like to be recognized for it. I I don't think that's a a greedy thing at all, no, based on what's know. happened in his yeah through through the years. Yeah. All right. Coming up next, our friend Steve Kyler from Basketball Insiders will join us. We'll ask uh, we'll ask Steve about this. Coming up next, stay tuned. Big Show ninety seven five and twelve eighty the zone. Now let's get this party started. This is Hans Olsen and Scotty G on the Zone Sports Network. Here's the deal. They are a whiny group. Every year, it's something with Boise. I don't like the fact that Utah State didn't back you up, come out, and just play lights out, blow out Boise State a couple of times. Like this one's for Scott. <laughs> yeah. Like put SG on the jersey somewhere. You come out of the tunnel, blowing the conch shell, running in front of everybody, and run over to the booth while everybody spreads out on the court. Like, that's my vision. And then they just blow Boise State yeah. out, and then all of you leave together like, that's what you get for being whiny. Instead, they lost. Both games. Now you got Greg Rubel who's making fun of you. <laughs> you, got, you got the Boise State SID that's like, what happened to him? It's what you get from saying we're whiners. So Boise takes a bit of a lead in the race to the conference crown with that win last night, right? Hanson Scotting. Weekdays from 10 to 2 on 97.5, 1280 The Zone and The Zone Sports Network.